Hey, Happy Lost Souls. We want to start sharing more positive information on the podcast about the good that humans are doing for each other. It's an important reminder that we are capable of treating each other with dignity without relying on a church or divine beings for our morals. And so we're helping to raise money for a rad neighborhood diner called One Grub Community in El Paso, Texas. Our friends Roman and Adriana have run this beautiful restaurant that will feed anyone who comes in looking for a meal. I mean it, you can pay for your meal, but anyone who needs food can eat for free. They even have a community garden where they teach folks to grow their own food in the desert. You may recognize Roman if you watched the HBO cooking show, The Big Brunch, hosted by Dan Levy. Roman was a contestant on that show and he did an incredible job spreading the word about hunger and the need for communities to take care of each other. Unfortunately, the building that housed their diner has been sold and they've been asked to leave. It used to be a church and you know we're always down to help someone who's been kicked out of a church. <laughs> I'm just kidding. These people are the most compassionate, raddest humans I know and they deserve to be in a stable place where they can continue their good work. If you're able, consider donating to them at gofundme.com slash onegrubcommunity. That's the word one, grub, G-R-U-B, community. Or you can follow the link on our Instagram, on our website, or in the show notes to this episode. Anyway, thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Hey friends, we just want to take a quick minute to provide a very serious content warning. We recorded this episode before the tragic school shooting at Robb Elementary in our home state. Like most compassionate human beings in this country, we were devastated by the news. Dead children are not something to joke about. But the disgusting hypocrisy in religious teachings and Bible stories... That's something that we will happily mock any chance we get. The point of this podcast, if it can be said to have any point at all, is to poke at and shine light on that hypocrisy. Which brings me to the difficult decision we had to make this week. While joking about a mobile game for kids based on Noah's Ark, we made several jokes about how, in order to enjoy the game, you have to ignore all the dead babies in the flood. I will take any chance I get to point out to religious people the hypocrisy of a loving God who kills children. The point of those jokes is to mock the dismissive attitudes of Christians who can excuse an act of God that murders children. And that shit didn't just happen once in the Bible. I considered listing each instance, but honestly, the sacred book that billions of people base their lives and morality around is just too graphic for a silly podcast that makes silly jokes. After a lot of thought, we decided not to delete that particular section of the episode. Not because our jokes are particularly funny or even that interesting. We left it in because it's not just a cheap laugh for shock value. The butt of the joke isn't the innocent children or their families. It's the hypocritical loser Christians of this country who allow a storybook full of atrocities to guide their morality. If any of this sounds like it may be difficult for you, please feel free to skip this episode. We're doing our best. If you'd like to discuss this or any topic we cover, you can reach out to us on Instagram, Twitter, or at hereticparty at gmail.com. If you're still with us, go tell your loved ones you appreciate them. And we hope you enjoy the show. This fine viper, this ignominious carbuncle, shall henceforth be solemnly banned from our holy presence. Ejected from the communion of Holy Mother Church. Excommunicate him. What good would that do? Outsider of the faith. Necromancer. A diabolist. A sorcerer. And a damned heretic. He's a very naughty boy. 
Welcome to Heretic Party, a podcast for apostates and a podcast for all the other happy lost souls out there who want to hear bonkers ass stories about living through and living beyond religion. My name's Christian Atley. I'm a former Christian assistant youth pastor, worship leader, wannabe missionary, I don't know, bunch of bunch of bullshit. <laughs> and I'm hosting this show and here's a guy. It's me. I'm a guy. Uh, my name's Joe. <laughs> I'm a formerly uh, evangelical Christian. What are they called? Uh, you know, Christians. <laughs> I was one of those. I uh, I was a Christian private school teacher for a while. I did a bunch of I did a bunch of art for churches and stuff. And uh, now I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> now you're a UFO man. Uh, UFO man. And, oh, sorry. Did I mispronounce your religion? (laughs) (laughs) It's a member of the Ufaman. Yeah, that's my ska band. (laughs) Well, Joe, here we are face to face, man. You and I, for the first time, are recording in person, face to face, uh, because uh, I'm here in Colorado hanging out with you. How fun, dude. I love it. This is great. Like, like I'm just going to say it. I'm here because I, my life fell apart. (laughs) <laughs> and and uh, and I'm and I'm living here in your basement for a little bit while I figure shit out. I had to leave Idaho behind. Potatoes. So I miss things about Idaho, but I'm also uh, missing fucked up elections there and some protests and shit that uh, I don't miss. But uh, at the same time, while things are collapsing for me, Joe, you got some big news. <laughs> <laughs> It only makes sense that as my life is falling apart, yours is getting better and better. Congratulations, Joe, you piece of shit. We have to be the wind beneath each other's wings. That's right. The next time your catalytic converter is stolen, I will be the stable one, I promise. But in the meantime, we got some you got some big news, Joe. Can we talk about it? Yeah, sure. Joe, you got engaged, man. I did. I'm going to be a I'm going to be a married man. Now Congratulations, man. For real. Thanks, man. Yeah. I'm super pumped. Super happy. Pickles the Cat is a lucky woman. <laughs> <laughs> Meow. Joe, your fiance is amazing. I'm super, super happy for you. It's, Thanks, man. Uh, it's going to be great. Um, if you have a religious service, I'm not attending. Just want you to know. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I get to pretend to be the priest. Oy. Ooh, I should put you on the spot on the air right now. Joe, can I officiate your wedding? Uh, Marriage is what brings us together today. I'd have to talk to to Kaylee about it, but <laughs> I think is, that would be really fun. <laughs> that's the correct answer. <laughs> that's a good answer. That's <laughs> when your friends try to force you to do something. <laughs> the disadvantage and advantage of being married or having a partner like that is that you get to use them as an excuse. <laughs> so correct move. Well, that's where we're at. And, you know, I really am happy that I'm here. In Colorado, I love Colorado, and uh, and it's been great to smoke weed every day to sort of recenter and put the pieces back together and and figure shit out every day. But uh, here's the important thing: this podcast continues, like for real, more than ever. I I, I love this project. I want to keep this project going. So even though it's been a couple of the worst weeks of my life, I'm really enjoying doing this, and I think it's uh, I think it's important, and also it's super fun, man. Like I can be in a really bad mood, and then we hang out and do an episode, and I feel great afterwards. So. Awesome. You're always welcome. A- angrier, but also I feel good after it. <laughs> <laughs> like I have a whole new list of things to be pissed about, but... 
Yeah, but sometimes there's comfort in knowing, like, well, there's always that thing to be pissed about. <laughs> yeah. That... <laughs> I've always got a place to direct it. That's right. Oh, boy, do I. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what would also put me in a good mood, Joe. Tell me. I think it's high time for me to try to get a little revenge in that sweet game we call <laughs> Redemption. 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 The Christian answer to Magic the Gathering. Fuck damnation, man. Fuck redemption. Try to save more souls than your opponent. Does it get more evil than that, Joe? Biblical beauty. There's no way in hell that I'm going to learn to play this game. Well then, go fuck yourself. I pray Idaho bears redemption seed fruits. Today we spell redemption R-O- Dude, let's do it. Let's do it. So, Joe. King of the Bible cards, back at it again. (laughs) King of the Bible cards. (laughs) Joe, I don't, I don't want to put a crimp in your, in your engagement just yet, but I want you to know that while you are playing Bible cards, I am playing a deck of cards that I acquired from your fiance. You're in a lot of trouble, Mister. Oh, she knows all my weaknesses. <laughs> Joe, today you'll be playing Bible, and I'll be playing <gasps> Adventure Time Card Wars. Oh shit, dude! This is gonna be awesome. Oh, dude. I'm so glad she gave me those cards to use. Yep. This is going to be a blast. Holy shit. All right. Best of three. Best of three. Woo. So this is weird because we're face to face. So we have to be really careful to uh, to not just show the cards to each other. We need to describe them as if we are not in person. Gotcha. All right. I'll pretend you don't exist. Yeah. I'll hold- <laughs> <laughs> Weirdly an experience I'm used to right now. <laughs> I'd hug you if it wouldn't make too much microphone sound. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Sweet. Uh, You're the winner. I think you go first. I think I'm going to stay the winner. Oh, no. The card I got is Son of God. You did not. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you drew the Son of God? Yeah. With this card, I can negate and rescue a lost soul. Wait a minute, wait a minute. That is the most true to the Christian existence card I've ever heard of. <laughs> you you identify someone who you think is a lost soul and you negate them? Yeah, that sounds right. First tell them that they are that they're wrong about everything, they're bullshit and then save them. Yeah, good job, <laughs> son of god. Uh also bonus points for this card. The illustration is by Gustav Dore. No. <laughs> oh, because uh Dore is long dead, you can just take Dude, with the amount of horse shit art in this card game. Right? That they just got a Dore, like, beautiful intaglio. It didn't even occur to me that they could have just been this whole time using all that incredible old, like, sacred artwork. It's too metal. It's too metal for them. It is too metal. There's too much nudity. <laughs> There's too much uh, blood. Boobies, bush, chicken balls. There's all that fun stuff. Yeah. But this is an incredible piece of art. It's, it's really <laughs> rad. And fucking son of God. Well, let me tell you <laughs> why that's so unfair. What did you get? I drew a cutie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, that is really cute. <laughs> cutie is a nice lands creature. <laughs> and under their description, it just says, floop. 
heal one hit point. Uh, Cutie has zero attack, but six defense. Uh, Son of God has no attack or defense because you know Son of yeah. God. Yeah, I think no matter what I could have drawn here, I think Son of God wins, which is horseshit. <laughs> Because look how cutie this is. It is it's a like super a, cutie. It's like a little cloud of spaghetti arms and legs. <laughs> and this was my golden card right here. Any and other I had time. To face... Any other time. <sighs> All right. I'm down already. <sighs> Flip another card. Sweet. Okay. Oh, God. I don't like the look on your face, Joe. <laughs> you won the last one. You go again. I got Angel of the Lord. <sighs> All right. It is a... <laughs> It is a galactic angel holding his hand outstretched over Earth, dusting it with uh, powdered sugar. Are you serious? So at least we know that the creators of Redemption are not flat earthers, because that is a, I see real curvature <laughs> yes, there. Yes, that is a very curved Earth. I know there are archangels and like, you know, seraphim and nephilim and all that stuff, but I would love to know if there are angels called galactic angels, because that fucking rules. Dude, yeah. <laughs> galactic angel of the Lord. All right. Well, I got a pie storm, <laughs> Dude. which is a nice lens spell. That sounds delicious. It's just, I mean, there are like 20 pies on this card <laughs> and they're just flying through the air. It's a storm of pies. If you had just drawn like some fucking chachi standing around in old biblical times, like, you know, waiting for the loaves and fishes or something, and you only brought fish and bread and I brought a pie storm. You would have won. I would have won. God damn it. Yeah. I don't think pies can take down a, a galactic, galactic <laughs> angel. Just see, wait, check your card real quickly and make sure it doesn't say uh, really hungry. <laughs> Well, it says discard an evil character. I don't think that's an evil character. Yeah. That's just Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Yeah. Underrated. Great movie. I don't think I win. But, uh, Joe, you want to do all or nothing last card? Let's do it. Let's do it. I'll even shuffle again. <laughs> Leanne is back there running probabilities on the bullshit you're pulling. <laughs> I mean. Finding out that like there's a 0.01% chance you could have pulled those two. I don't want you to feel bad about yourself. I am king of the Bible cards. You are king of the Bible cards? <laughs> I can't fucking believe it. I got just the son of God and a galactic <laughs> angel. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on a roll tonight. You are on a roll. All right, go ahead, Joe. <laughs> Quit, quit laughing. <laughs> Dude, my card is eaten by worms. <laughs> uh, what? Yeah, it's a dude laying down on some stairs being eaten by worms it's a freaking album cover dude <laughs> i oh my god that's badass i can't believe they let that be a card dude that is a guy being eaten by worms <laughs> yeah excellent artwork jameson jameson services never mind god these cards are so dumb <laughs> all right I, I gotta be honest, I was a little excited when I saw my card, but I'm also a little down on it. Uh-oh. I drew the Angel of Vanilla. When I said angel, I saw your eyebrows go up huh? like I had beaten you, and when I got to vanilla, you grinned again that you, you had won. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's barely better than the fucking cutie. So here's what it is. It's a woman with wings who looks like she's made of pudding. <laughs> Vanilla pudding? I mean, that's my guess. <laughs> Tastier than human flesh. Uh, would worms eat it more? 
Leanne, can you do a quick research on whether or not worms will eat vanilla pudding? <laughs> also, you seemed pretty confident in that statement that vanilla tasted better than human flesh. As if you've tried them both. Point. She, why is she being so quiet? <laughs> yeah. Have you tried vanilla? Ew. <laughs> what? I was Googling. So so here, uh, here's the problem. Angel, that sounds exciting. Yeah. You drew a galactic angel earlier. It's true. There is nothing more boring than adding vanilla to the end of something. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, like tell, tell Joe, tell me your favorite band right now. Tell me a band you listen to today that you're really into. Um, Bad Cobra. That's what they're called. Yeah, Bad Cobra. Yeah, they're like goth disco, but of vanilla. I mean, if I'm listening to it, no. If I'm licking it, yes. <laughs> I'm just saying how like how of vanilla like ruins something. Whatever. I'm just so bummed because like of all the angels the worst one is the one of vanilla so it's basically like yeah you drew the worst angel i tell you what joe no way uh, unless leanne has some definitive information about whether or not <laughs> worms eat vanilla i say we draw one more what do you got for us leanne all i could find was a recipe for uh dirt cups like <laughs> with with you know like with pudding and gummy worms <laughs> i feel like in this instance we could go by attack and defense and if that's the case oh. i think you beat me whoa tell me because your angel vanilla attacks for two i can only defend for two and my attack is for four your defense is six no i think the angel of vanilla beat the worm yeah she was eaten partway by worms but she survived yeah because and now she's like, like a, a half eaten vanilla i think the only way that card would suck is if there was an angel of chocolate. <laughs> or or an angel of any other flavor. No. Angel, yeah. Or or an angel of interesting fun sex. No, you guys are so wrong. Angel of Cardi B whipped cream. <laughs> oh big surprise. The white woman likes vanilla. Yeah, I mean <laughs> I'm just kidding. Vanilla is nice. Vanilla gets a bad rap for being plain, but vanilla is beautiful. But vanilla like, isn't you know, plain vanilla is vanilla and everybody says it's plain and that's just not true like you get a really good vanilla bean and that is so much flavor and so much like warmth and depth and deliciousness and this might be my favorite well actually from you so far <laughs> you're just perpetuating <laughs> vanilla hate and you're let right. me let me tell you what the the real problem with vanilla for me is that vanilla is how everything boring is described mm -hmm. and not in terms of flavor in terms of someone who doesn't do anything interesting or who is sexually boring yep. they call it vanilla and i know that's not fair but i was crestfallen when i drew my card and saw it was the <laughs> angel of vanilla but you know what leanne was right yeah. vanilla kicked worm's ass yeah. And you should have never bet everything on that last card. <laughs> You're right. even though I barely won with a card called Vanilla, <laughs> I still won. That's it's my first win. That was all the beans. You're yeah. right. So, Joe, I think, wait, how do we do this? Next time I'm I Bible cards? I am. I'm king of the Bible cards. You're king of the Bible cards. <laughs> I'm Bible cards, and it's your job to go out and find out find how to beat Find a fun new me. deck. Okay, yeah. okay. Oh, dude, I'm excited. It's crazy that I lost with such a powerful hand. I had the Avengers of Redemption. <laughs> Wait, the Avengers of Redemption are Jesus, a galactic angel, and worms? <laughs> yeah. The Holy Trinity. 
<laughs> All it would have taken is a slight tweak for it to be like God the Father, God the Son, and then uh, God the Wormy Spirit. And John- <laughs> God the Wormy Spirit. When John the Baptist was standing there baptizing Jesus, if instead of a dove flying down, it had been a worm crawling up from the water, <laughs> just like onto his shoulders, like, and also that's God. Uh, once again, I've defeated you. The true king of the Bible cards has come through. New king of the Bible cards, regime change. I'm here for it. Spice it up. Uh, First thing I'm going to do is execute all of your supporters. And so if if you're a supporter of Joe, king of the Bible cards, (laughs) please send me a message on Instagram. Let me know so that I can have you either thrown into the moat or put up in a tower. If you're willing to swear fealty to me, maybe we can talk about it. But uh, until Joe mounts his rebellion, a new a new sheriff is in town. Boy. Also, I'm the king of the mixed metaphors. There's a new sheriff in these cards. There's a new sheriff and the new king, and I'm both. Yeah. You're King Richard and the sheriff of Nottingham. Dude, that's the move right there. I guess I'm just going to have to... Find some powerful cards. Did I just unlock totalitarianism? Did I just figure it out? <laughs> yeah. Casually. Oh, yeah, you're the leader in the law. Got it. <laughs> That's the religious so rights wet dream. Dude, it, it's not their wet dream. It's their wet reality. <laughs> Fuck it. Okay. Joe, wet, I got wet no... Wet dream dry reality. <laughs> <laughs> I got no graceful pivot into what we're going to talk about today, so why don't we just get into it, huh? Let's just dive right in. Our gods are dead. Ancient Klingon warriors slew them a millennia ago. They were more trouble than they were worth. It's a heretic party first. Oh! Today, instead of talking about Bible verses or Bible movies or Bible music, we're going to talk about a Bible app. Yeah. We're hip, we're cool, we're in it. We're, we slap, we're, uh, we stan ourselves. <laughs> Leanne, you got a teenager. What would your teenager say that sounds cool that we can pretend to be cool about? He'd say, oh, yo, bruh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we are not just, we're not just cool and hip. We're, oh, yo. Bruh. I've always said that about us. I'm sure I didn't use that correctly. All I right. I tell strangers that about us. Today, we're going to talk about Superbook, the app. Ooh. Super book. So old school Christians, and by that I mean oldies like me, may remember that in the early 80s there was a Japanese cartoon called Superbook. Oh, Superbook. Was it Japanese? It was Japanese. Whoa. It was made by the Christian Broadcast Network, which was an American company started by Pat Robertson, right? 700 Club Pat Robertson. Oh, is that guy still alive? He is, man. He's 93. Dang, yeah. that's like a hundred years younger than I thought he was. <laughs> I didn't have to look that up. I've been keeping track of it all these years. <laughs> it is definitely not on this document right in front of me. But uh, it was started by the Christian Broadcast Network, and they hired a-, a Japanese animation studio to create this show called Superbook. And uh, they made 52 episodes. And here's the, well, the whole idea was to bring Christianity to Japan. So Japan has about 2 million Christians, which is 
like up one and a half percent of the country. Those are current numbers. I'm not sure how many of those you can attribute directly to Superbook. (laughs) But I did find in a Christian article the claim that after Superbook's premiere in Japan, the Bible became the most sold book in Japan. Now, keep in mind, per Christian journalism standards, that had no data, no date, no information, no credibility, no proof of anything, just the person who wrote it saying probably that they heard third hand that then the Bible sold a ton in Japan. For real? Damn, it must be true. I mean, take it with a grain of Eucharist. I don't know. <laughs> but it's not a, that's probably not a thing. In any case, most people in Japan are, 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 are non-religious. And then there's, you know, a ton of Buddhists and then like five other religions and then a couple of Christians. This was the attempt, right? Pat Robertson and the Christian Broadcast Network that still produces the 700 Club and a bunch of Christian news programs. They created this program called Superbook, which is by 80s cartoon standards, like not bad. Like it was pretty rad. It's probably of the same quality, I would say, as uh, Captain Planet. Yeah. So the show is about two kids and their robot toy. (laughs) I know. Stay with me. Uh, The show is about Christopher and Joy. And Christopher and Joy have a little toy robot named Gizmo. And they also have a creepy book in the attic that opens up and speaks to them in this super deep voice and tells them about Bible (laughs) stories. And when they talk to it, it sucks them into it and takes them back to Bible times. And they literally just walk around in Bible times wearing like plain clothes. Imagine like, you know, what uh, what Japanese people thought American kids dressed like. <laughs> Destroying the timeline, the fabric of reality. Just like stomping <laughs> on butterflies left and right. <laughs> they meet Jesus. They meet David. They watch David beat Goliath. They were there at the birth of Jesus and the death of Jesus. Because every time they need to learn a lesson... This talking book sucks them into it and, like, takes them back in time. Oh, and when they get there, Gizmo the robot becomes a real robot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Also, that attic where the book is, it might have just been fumigated. And they go up there and they're like, the book's talking to us again. And then they come down they're like, I was in Bible times. Where were you? (laughs) They they super wasted that opportunity when they met the big JC, right? They didn't ask him any of the good questions. They didn't. They, uh, it's so bonkers. bro. What's the deal with weed? I beat a man never puffing on the boot of the Texas chainsaw having demon <laughs> No, there's all kinds of those questions you could ask like, yeah. hey, are Pokemon bad? <laughs> Is weed bad? I've been hearing a lot of shit at church. <laughs> I love the idea of asking asking <laughs> Jesus these questions and him being like, I don't know that word, and then praying for a minute and be like, you know what? You're right. My dad just told me. <laughs> Pokemon, cool. Weed. Not cool. (laughs) He'd be like, Pokemon, check. That's cool. X-Men, go for it, bro. Yeah. Weed, sorry, bro. But then when no one's looking, he's like, weed's cool. Dude, do the weed. (laughs) He's like, he's like, he told me no weed, but like, it does sound kind of awesome. Do you have any? Can you, (laughs) did you bring any? Every day. (laughs) Well, so then they rebooted this show. I know we talk about a lot of 80s and 90s stuff because that's the type of shit that Joe and I were sort of exposed to. But the show was rebooted in 2013 and is still on the air. They're making new episodes. They rebooted it. It's like CG now. It looks kind of like Clone Wars. Yeah. They hired professional voice actors. Like some of the voice actors worked on like modern cartoons. The writer of it wrote the 90s Ninja Turtles cartoon. No way. Yeah, the head writer of the the new Superbook. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, big connection there. Please tell me Jesus says Cowabunga in the reboot. (laughs) 
I mean, it would be really easy for me to make Jesus say cowabunga <laughs> in this episode, and here it is. How are you going to do that? <laughs> it's me, Jesus. Cowabunga, dude. That's how I'm going to do it right there. I'm just going to play that. <laughs> it's me, Jesus. Cowabunga, dude. Nobody knows that's not Jesus. <laughs> Fuck all those cartoons because we're not here to talk about the cartoons. We're here to talk about the app. <laughs> I mean, honestly, we could do a whole podcast just going episode by episode through Superbook, and it would be hilarious. Dude. Not because of us, but because it's a fucked up show with some Dude. really dumb shit. Imagine like a couple of 11-year-olds running around interfering in biblical history. That's gold. Not only are they running around history, they're running around a bunch of wacky racial stereotypes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dude, and get this, Superbook began and ended pre-Back to the Future. Whoa. Like, that was both- Was Quantum Leap happening? Nope. Quantum Leap? No? Nah, Quantum Leap was late 80s, yeah. Wow. Superbook trailblazing time travel TV show. Dang, dude. We're imagining that, like, time travel must have been popular at the time because that's usually the Christian move, right? Is to to capitalize on whatever's hot. But if, like- they were one of the firsts? Yeah. That's like shit we've talked about before. Like, the church has the talent. It's just like yeah. squandered. This is like a chance of like really fun, adventurous storytelling where you wouldn't expect it. I'll tell you exactly why that is, though. Ooh, At least okay. in my experience. is because they hired an actual Japanese animation studio. That who, doesn't who wrote it. Yes. <laughs> that were not Christians. They, they, <laughs> they made a TV show based on some standards set for them. I would love to know who at the Christian Broadcast Network said, let's contract this out to this Japanese studio. Like, a, a fucking brilliant. Yeah. It's an interesting, fun show. It's a it's a cool show. But it, the message fucking sucks. Yeah. And, uh, like, as always. But we're not here to talk about the show. <laughs> there we go. We're here to talk about the app. Because here's the thing. To accompany this show, they have an app. It's free on iOS. It's free on the Google Play Store. <sighs> I am torn. Download it if you all want to see it. I'm going to post plenty of pictures on our website and on our Instagram. I'm always hesitant to recommend anything religious because I don't want any money to go to them. But I mean, the app doesn't ask for money. It doesn't There's cost There's not even anything. ads. There's no ads. Yeah, it's I, weird. I think you can safely, uh, this is um, May 2022. As of the time of this recording, you can download that app without ads, without giving them any money. I mean, maybe, I don't know, they collect data on you. I don't know, whatever. Download at your own risk. I really don't want to give any boost or money to any of these people. But if you want to check out the thing that we're going to be talking about, you can. But we're going to do our best to sort of walk you through it. Because what's really interesting about this is that while there are lots of religious apps, this is one directed specifically for children. And that's clear because a lot of the time when something specific happens, it asks the kids to get their parents Totally. It gives them what looks like a CAPTCHA. It puts three symbols on the screen and it says, hold your finger on the circle to like unlock this thing. So that assumes the kid can't read, I guess. But it also (laughs) never changes. It's like a CAPTCHA where the answer is always the the same same thing. thing. Yeah, always a circle. I went through like 40 of these CAPTCHAs and it's always just brings up the same fucking thing. So I don't know. Joe, you want to talk about your experience, first impressions with the app? I know we we have similar feelings about it, but what do you think? So we both downloaded the app at the same time, and I was looking for, like, how intuitive is this? Because instantly it looks like the kind of app that a parent gives their kid at Applebee's so that, to keep them busy while they get to, like, have a beer with their pals. 
that's a very weird view of being a parent. Like, being a parent sucks, right, Leanne? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like what I have seen parents give their tiny children at restaurants to keep them busy. You do what you got to do. I, I yeah. totally understand. Yeah, please. No. Hey, if any parents are out there listening and your kid is screaming at Applebee's next to me, I'm already so depressed that I'm at Applebee's. <laughs> do what you got to do. Like whatever it is, like chloroform them. Dude, with all that being take, said. Take them outside and beat them. I don't, I'm just so awful. Don't do that. That's God, that's fucked up. All those things considered, I was sucked in. Dude, I was a kid at Applebee's. I was like, this shit looks insane. There's so much shit here. Yeah. I have a lot of problems with the way the app represents information to kids and then sort of sucks them in and then sort of forces them into prayer. Like it specifically gets kids to pray. This app asks children to pray with it and ask for specific things and that's fucked up amen but there are some badass features on this app <laughs> like let me tell you what i wish this app was i wish this app was a guide to the characters of tolkien dude i wish this was an app this app was a guide to the characters of like like you know uh star wars uh, star wars uh pick pick a pick a really difficult fiction like uh like something like uh, robert jordan's wheel of time dune yeah Anything that has a ton of fantasy characters, like these fucking fantasy characters, <laughs> uh, because it has like, like you can flip through the characters of the Bible by book. You can flip through by topic, by timeline, by al alphabetically. You can say like, oh, here's an important event in the Bible. Click on it and it will show you cool CG versions of those characters <laughs> yeah. from the Bible and they're distinct and unique and they look like they're from Clone Wars, like the cartoon. <laughs> they're like, it's so fucking frustrating because it's great. I got the front page up. There's eight options to choose from just from the front page. And of these eight, more than half of them lead you to prayer verses from the Bible, stuff like that. Yeah. Which, understandable for a, a Christian app, and one of those is also your profile, so that doesn't count. So of the seven remaining, you have these options. The Bible. Want to know God? Question mark. Right? I clicked on that one first because I was like, what the fuck is that? Uh, then there's a games option, which uh, we'll, we'll talk about right now. There's a videos option, which is, of course, all those videos we were talking about. You just pull up. Yeah. Clone Wars episodes of Bible stories. It shows whole episodes of the TV show. Like, I, if I was a kid, I would have lost my shit at being able to just watch any episode I wanted at any moment Dude. because of an app. <sighs> There's another option that's Bible Q&A. There's Bible profiles. And then daily quests, which are just Bible studies. So it's the same shit for <laughs> like six of the eight options, but you also got games. <laughs> Let's, uh, let's, I think it's time we do it. Leanne. Yeah. I just clicked Bible Q&A. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Sorry. no. My Bible cred is on the line. Your Bible cred is on the line. I'm not worried at all for you. I'm just going to scroll without looking and then stop my thumb somewhere. <laughs> okay. Topic number one, the Last Supper. Okay. Topic number two, Revelation, the Final Battle. And topic number three, we're not going to do that one. That was just the Bible. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> topic number three, let my people go. Ooh. Here we go. I'm going to read you the relevant verse for this question, and then you have to complete it, okay? Oh, 
I have to complete the verse? Yep. <gasps> okay. Exodus 4, don't Google it. <laughs> okay. Exodus 4.11. And Jehovah Seth, oh, Seth? Saith? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Already minus points for me. I don't know this version of the Bible. Oh, I can switch it. Tell me okay. which version to do. NIV. Dang. NIV. That is the one I read. Okay, here we go. The Lord said to him, who gave human beings their mouths? Who makes them deaf or mute? Who gives them sight or makes them blind? It is it not I, the Lord? Now go, I will help you blank. Oh, talk. Correct. Correct, Amundo. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, that's good. All Woo. right. Okay. Hey, we're not done here. All right. Now we're doing Revelation, the final battle. You know, whenever we sing shit like that, then I can't use the drop because it's funnier for us to just have sung it. <laughs> yeah, just all bad. Yeah. <laughs> now that's going to go in a bunch of episodes. <laughs> We're heading to Venus. Remember that part? No. <laughs> all right, Leanne, ready? Mm-hmm. I don't like your chances here, but I'm going to do it. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Revelation 21, 19... 20 and 21. Ready? Uh-huh. The foundations of the city walls were decorated with every kind of precious stone. The first foundation was jasper, the second sapphire, the third agate, the fourth emerald, the fifth onyx, blah, 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 blah. the sixth ruby, the seventh <laughs> chrysolite, <Crystal-lite>, the, <laughs> the eighth barrel, the ninth topaz, the tenth turquoise, the eleventh jacinth, and the twelfth amethyst. Just be glad I didn't ask you what those were. <laughs> I would have gotten Jasper. <laughs> <laughs> the 12 gates were 12 pearls, each gate made of a single pearl. The great street of the city was of gold and as pure as blank. Oh, I used to draw this like manically. Oh, Whoa. as pure as glass. That is right. Correctamundo. You have got to be kidding me. Are you fucking kidding me? Wow. The line in the NIV is as pure as transparent glass. Excellent. Jesus. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. Bible cred. Okay. We got one more here. (laughs) The last topic, the last supper. Okay. I'm so nervous now. (laughs) You have the most... What do we call them? Bible points? Jesus points? Christian points? We change it every time. Oh. <laughs> Vanilla points? We'll call them crossleys. <laughs> crossleys? That's good. Yeah. Good job collecting those crossleys. Okay. <laughs> oh, Leanne, this is a tough one. Are you ready? Okay. This is First Corinthians. Hold on. First Corinthians? I thought this was the Last Supper. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people don't know this. Second Corinthians? Prequel. <laughs> it's like you can watch first corinthians because it's fun and cool but second corinthians they really expanded on the first one and made it better and brought out the best part don't try to watch them chronological like, this is this is the mistake a lot of people make it's called a prequel for a reason it's not a sequel tell me you would understand the godfather 2 without having seen the godfather come on okay all right leanne Mm-hmm. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Yeah. So then, 
Whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the blank. I feel like they read this every time we took communion. Well, don't forget that this happens in several different books. So this is the one that's in 1 Corinthians. The Last Supper like happens a couple of times in different books and they right. say it slightly differently. Sacrament? I'm sorry, Leanne, that is incorrect. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you are correct in spirit, but you are incorrect in the NIV translation of the Bible. <laughs> Fine. What's the answer? The answer is against the body and blood of the Lord. Oh, good grief. Mm. Which is kind of a badass line. Yeah, dude. <laughs> body and blood. We didn't talk about this in the Christian music episode, but this is the reason that Christian like hardcore bands and metal bands are the coolest of the Christian genres <laughs> that are already inherently not cool is <laughs> because like fucking biblical lines are metal as fuck. Some Dude, of them are so it's such good. like awesome, brutal imagery. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Leanne, you got two out of three. As oh, cool. the king of the Bible cards, I declare that you, <laughs> <Yeah>. How... <laughs> that you... <laughs> you receive 1,000 crossleys. Yeah, 1,000 crossleys. <laughs> You uh you <laughs> you retain your Bible master status. Uh, congratulations! Thanks. Beating the odds on the game that we made up right now based on the Superbook app. <laughs> so speaking of games, Joe, let's talk about the games on this fucking app. Holy because shit, dude! This, let's be honest. This is what the kids are here for, right? Dude, this is what I'm here for. <laughs> there, I mean, did we count how many? Uh, twenty. Dude, right? And they're. Well, and also... four of them are great. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're all like just reskinned versions of like already awesome games. That's I don't know thing. how this is allowed. Like... Yeah. So uh, my favorite was the complete obvious reskin of Flappy Bird. Dude, which is non-existent now, right? Yeah. Flap Flappy Bird itself doesn't exist anymore, but a bunch of clones of it do. So I guess this is Here's just another one. one. Yeah. You play the dove that Noah sends out to seek land. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm going to play it right now. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and it just uh, and then you flap around over the flood. Just a quick tip in case you're going to play this game. As you're the dove flying over the water, try not to think about the millions of babies that died <laughs> in that flood. Like, just put them out of your mind. Yes, all around you, there are floating bodies of children that were murdered by God in order to wipe the earth clean and start all over with Noah and his kids, right? If you didn't know, that's what was going on. That's what happened. God said, everyone's evil. I'm going to murder everyone, including the babies. So Noah can have his whole family do uh, the front page of Pornhub on that boat. <laughs> we don't talk about that. <laughs> but, but you're my brother, <laughs> and Noah is our dad. <laughs> it's okay, baby. Yeah. God said it's okay. God. There's nobody left. Like, it's got to be us. <laughs> right, babe? babe? Oh, my God. It's so gross. <laughs> yeah. Uh, incest boat. This is so dark. But, uh, yeah, just don't think about all the dead parts that are floating. Like, so much flotsam. Just be the dove. Just fly over and see if you can find some land uh, that is not... Uh, Fetus Flotsam would be a great metal band name. <laughs> fetus, Dude. Fetus Flotsam. Fetus Flotsam. And you only sing metal verses from Noah's story in the Bible. <laughs> two by two. Yeah. Two T-Rexes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a back and forth. The bassist sings the animal 
and then the and then the lead singer sings yes or no whether they're allowed on the ark. <laughs> Two T Rexes, no. <laughs> Two cute pandas, sure. <laughs> Let's quit the podcast and start the band now. Okay. <laughs> We're called Fetus Flotsam and Jetsam. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fetus Flotsam and Jesus Jetsam. Jesus. Oh my God. So fucked up. Ugh. Well, you know what? We're just making jokes about our great, 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 great grandpa Noah because yeah. we're all descended from him because. Obviously, first Adam and Eve and all their kids fucked each other, and that made everyone. And that's why we have to wear glasses and contacts. Yeah, all that, in, yeah, all that incest created, you know, peanut allergies and you know, uh, bone spurs and all that shit. And then there's a bunch of fucked up inbred children. Noah's one of them, and God said, "Let's have you and all your kids start it all over again." <laughs> so killed all the babies, fetus flots, and we talked about that. And then, that's why we only grow to be like six feet tall now. Fucking bullshit. We yeah. could have been 12 foot tall monsters. Well, we used to live for hundreds of years, but now we're all inbred losers. <laughs> the descendants of Noah, just all, you know, all his kids fucked, and that's us. So uh, as you're flying around in this game as the dove, don't forget that. You two motherfuckers need Jesus. Other good games. What was your favorite game, Joe? Um, There's one called Serpent Smash. What? <laughs> I didn't play that one. It's like whack-a-mole, but it's serpent in the, oh, the fuck tree yeah, that's in fun. the garden. It's the serpent before it has arms because it's before God cursed it to walk around on its belly. So there's like the serpent smash from back in Adam and Eve's time. There's also other Garden of Eden games. And, and we found out a funny thing. Anytime you click a Garden of Eden thing, whether you want to read Adam or Eve's bio, anytime you're going to fuck with clicking on the Garden of Eden or Adam or Eve, it makes you get your parents. Totally. Because you're about to see a shirtless man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with uh, legit leaf underwear. Dude, Joe, you were laughing and you showed it to your fiance and I saw her try to swipe the leaves away. <laughs> I... I'm I mean, not I tried to also. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, let's see that dick. <laughs> like, that's all. Like, you made me get my mom to let me into this game just for this, <laughs> just for pecs. <laughs> yeah, right. It wasn't even like you don't. You can't even see like shaft. Right. <laughs> you can't see where it begins or where it ends. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. So if you click on Eve, I don't know if you looked at Eve, but Eve is just like covered in her own hair. So uh, like Cruella DeVille style, like she's just completely coated in hair, <laughs> like a Hold giant on, ass look fur now. coat. No, I got I got a screenshot of it right here, man. Oh, I'm, I'm prepared. You have her Bible profile. I do. I took I took screenshots of all the Bible <laughs> profiles. The serpent's pretty great. <laughs> the serpent gets his own. <laughs> What is that? Her own hair is so voluptuous, it covers her entire body. Yeah, she's like Medusa from Marvel in Humans. So, I don't know. What else is there to say about these games, man? There's one where you play Gizmo the robot, and you just stretch your arm super far and try to grab sheep. You get more points if you don't grab them, I discovered, which is a hilarious way to play the game. Like, <laughs> just let all, let all the sheep, the wandering sheep, die, and you get more points. I don't know. I don't know. Also, it's really hard to lose at these games, which I feel is funny for a culture that generally frowns upon participation awards. Yeah. Oh, you get a, 
you get a big old Jesus high five no matter what you do in these games. Yeah. If you start a game and immediately fuck it up, Gizmo shows up and goes, great job. (laughs) (laughs) It's because Gizmo is, uh, I believe what the kids call a ride or die. Yeah. (laughs) So when you're going through the cool CG avatars of all the Bible characters, the most badass ones are all, of course, the evil ones. Yeah, dude. There's some cool angels. There's like Gabriel and Michael and they have cool like armor. But look at fucking Satan. Dude, he looks like a Final Fantasy character. He looks like... on fire. He has goat feet. He has badass armor. A big ass fucking sword. (laughs) Why give Satan the coolest sword in this whole fucking app? He looks incredible. And he's separate from Lucifer. Lucifer has a separate profile, and Lucifer looks badass too. And it says, like, Lucifer then turned into Satan. He evolved like a Pokemon. That's why Pokemon are evil. I just figured it out. Yeah. This is it's why Pokemon is evil and why evolution is evil. Oh. <laughs> See, Michael, Gabriel, the Archangels, they don't evolve. If you evolve, you're a fucking Pokemon. You're like Satan. Oh, dude, I want to evolve into Danny Trejo. <laughs> dude, Joe, I know that listeners can't see you right now, but I have a lot of faith that you are going to evolve yes! into Danny Trejo. <laughs> you are. You're just a few decades shy, man. Oh man, I gotta get so buff. <laughs> Uh, Goliath, also incredible. Yeah, dude, he looks like the Hulk. <laughs> Goliath is green with kid and play flat top. He, and he looks like Hulk from Planet Hulk. Yeah, <laughs> he, he looks badass with all this armor. Covered in armor. Like, why do they do that? One weird thing is if you click on the God profile, you dude. discovered this one, Joe. <laughs> yeah, dude. God, you can totally click on his profile. And he's uh, he's so mysterious. You can't even see his face. It's him turned around so you just see the his back if you click on god you can only see his back yeah i wonder if you were to go through the process of accepting jesus on this app whether he turns around oh dude because that would make sense it's fucking bizarre that every avatar you click on is facing you and then you click on god and he's just showing you his back that's fucking bizarre right or maybe he just knows our current status and is like nah brah (laughs) If I found out my Christian friends download this app and they see his face and I don't, I would be I would be really creeped out, man. Holy also, if shit. he turned around and his face was Danny Trejo. <laughs> dude, that would just confirm my current religious beliefs about Danny Trejo. Yeah, dude. Isn't that isn't that one of the commandments though, that you can't make graven images of God? Oh, is that why it's the don't draw Mohammed thing, huh? Yeah. So does it mean that you can only make graven images of his back? Yeah, right. But also remember when we when we were doing the chick track, whenever they drew God, he was just like a faceless. Yeah. Well, see, that's what I would have expected. I've seen God depicted that way. I think about fucking Bill and Ted's bogus journey, right? Oh, yeah. God is just some feet on a throne and a loud voice, right? I don't know. Huh. What do Uh, you think he looks like? Uh, God, I mean, put you on the I'm gonna, spot. I'm gonna just play the Tori Amos song right here. <laughs> see if we see if we can get another copyright strike. <laughs> Sorry, YouTube. <laughs> so a few other little uh, su- fun surprises that I found. If you go under artifacts, there's some fun artifacts. You know, things like the Rod of Aaron, the Ark of the Covenant. Also, one of the artifacts, Jews in exile. <laughs> I'm not sure why that counts as an artifact, but, you know. They they didn't know how to spell diaspora or what? (laughs) Click on it, read about the artifact of Jews in exile. Anyway, 
hey, uh, you didn't ask me what I think God looks like. Oh, yeah, I didn't. Sorry. Uh, Jay, Joe, what do you think <laughs> God looks like? Um, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> but when I think about it now, you know what? I think God looks like. And that's what Danny I think. Danny Trejo. <laughs> I was prepared to say it with you, and you didn't say it. Fine. <laughs> on, the, on the artifacts, um, what am I looking at when I'm looking at creation? Oh, let's see. Because it, it looks like a sparkly gold dildo to me. Wow. <laughs> <gasps> like, what am I looking it at? It is. <laughs> if you click on creation, all right, I'm going to screenshot this. I'll put it on the website. Don't go download the app, y'all. You don't need to download is the app. Is the creation <laughs> picture God giving the earth a hand ski? That is exactly what it is. <laughs> it is the hand from the end of the stand. It is on, like, Leanne, I don't, I don't know how you, like, the wrinkles are there. Like, I don't know how you see anything here, but this is Scrotum? a an illuminated hand. That's a celestial hand job. A celestial <laughs> hand job. Gripping a dick? That's exactly what this is. That was how God created the earth? He just jizzed us into existence? I mean, if this is something I think a lot of Christians forget. He made that part. <laughs> it's true. We made us in his image, big old dog and everything. I think this app confirms masturbation. A-okay. A- <laughs> <laughs> I know this is a medium that does not encourage pictures. <laughs> if there was ever a time, y'all, to get on our Instagram or go to our website and see a picture of what we're talking about, <laughs> it's right now because I promise you, when we're talking about a magic god hand gripping a celestial dick, whatever you're picturing is not as spot on as what is actually on this fucking app for kids. I promise you we'll have a great picture of this dick until it gets taken down. Well, you you know, that's what they're all waiting for is the Lord to come again. <laughs> I just want to end the episode there. It's not. It's never going to get better. That's the end of the podcast, y'all. That was it. We did it. Thanks, Superbook. <laughs> oh my God, Superbook, the app that your favorite podcast hosts use to make adult jokes about a kids app. I mean, they're the ones that put it there, man. I can't take blame. Oh no. I know that Christians are horny as fuck. They know what they're doing. It's all subconscious, man. That is a hand caressing. Joe, when we eventually make the Jimmer Tim comic, (laughs) (laughs) that is the moment of climax right there. When they connect over God's love and uh, you look down in the sand and there's not one line of a dong being dragged through the sand. (laughs) That's how you know. (laughs) The second dong is when God was there dragging his dong with you. I don't know. I don't got it. There's a great uh, pickup line there. Baby, I'm going to take you from Genesis 1-1 to Genesis (laughs) 1-31. That's whole creation story, right? That's communism all over the place. (laughs) Beginning to end. Oh, this isn't going to be about Jesus, is it? All things are about Jesus. Except this. Uh, All right. We we joke, but there's some genuinely fucked up shit on this app. As in most Christian stuff, there's some like barely buried racism. 
the characters that are bad guys look very Middle Eastern and the characters that are good guys look very Aryan. There's some shit like that. <sighs> well, so we're kind of avoiding what we need to get to here, Joe, is the want to know God button. Dude. Uh... So <laughs> like, is he using the app too? How do I know? <laughs> Okay, so when you click on this want to know God button, you're confronted with a little like a little cartoon of this little white boy. And then you hear this kid's voice talking to another kid. And basically, that voice walks us through the end of a chick track, right? Totally. Hey, did you know that God loves you? Hey, did you know that you are disconnected from God because you sin? And when it says that, the little boy like sits down and looks all sad on the screen. I mean, it is pure fucking manipulation. It says, like, do you want to know about God? Do you want to join him? Do you want to accept Jesus Christ? Because that's the only way you're ever going to get to know God. And then you'll know all the things that he wants for your life. He wants good things for your life. Don't you want to know that? If you click yes, because you can click no. I went through all the options. I click no. Well, maybe it's time for me to admit this. I clicked no. And it said, why did you click no? Don't you want to know anything? Like, do you have any questions? <laughs> First, it asks you, get your parents to click this circle for two seconds because we made the same <laughs> captcha 400 times on this app. So you click the circle. It puts an email thing on there. And I added my secret Christian email <laughs> that I have had going on for quite a while. This is where I get all my secret Christian information. I have a Christian alter ego, a, a catfish, if you will. <laughs> Should I tell the name? Should I tell the name of him? Uh, you've told me. I don't know if our listeners know. Why not? If they, I mean, if, if it gets discovered, I'll just make a new one, whatever. So I have this Christian alter ego named Chip Christian Man. <laughs> and for like three years, I've been signing up for all these Christian newsletters and shit. And like, I get lots of fun stuff. A lot of the stuff that I read about, about what's going on in the Christianity news today, I get from Chip Christian Man, who is there on the forefront of cool Christian news to let me know what's happening. Anyway, uh... <laughs> So I answered as Chip Christian Man on this app, and it asked me, like, what questions do you have? And we'll contact you right away. I thought a long time about it, and I typed in, how do I know that the Bible is real? I did that, like, a day ago. Looks like I have not got an email back. I, I guarantee that I will get an answer from these people before this episode airs. And when I do, I'm going to record something and read to you all the email that I got back from this organization. So let's let's talk about it real quickly. We, what we're talking about here is the Christian Broadcast Network, started by Pat Robertson, who started the 700 Club. And his app asks children to accept Christ and make Christianity like part of their lives. And if they say, no, I don't want to do that, they say, why not? And they ask you for your email. Maybe a five, six-year-old doesn't understand that, but... Digital generation kids, they have emails. They can create emails, right? So they create an email, they ask their question, and then they're going to start a correspondence with a Christian organization outside of their parents' guidance, right? Maybe not. Maybe the parents are good at protecting them from, from predators, but this is a children's app that Christian parents are trusting because of names like Superbook that they grew up with, right? A kid that grew up with Superbook in 1981 definitely has kids old enough to be playing on this app. So now they're corresponding back and forth with someone. So let's see what I get. Okay. Uh, I will read whatever I get back in emails here. Joe, how do you feel about this uh, leading kids to Christ through an app? So we said, want to know God. That's one of the eight options you have on the front page. Equivalent to games. 
Right. Do you want to click games? Do you want to click want to know God? And I think games is the only one of all of these that doesn't circle back around to that. Yeah. That part of the app. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I would want an app like this for lots of stuff because it's so dense. You want games? You got games. You want info? You got info. You want videos? You got videos. But the whole like cycling back to the end of the chick track to the like, to even like giving you that prompt to make you second guess if you like didn't want to you're like i'm just here for the games the app's like are you sure you're just here for the games don't you want to know god (laughs) dude yeah god has a plan for you don't you want to know the plan god wants to be your friend don't you want a friend and then it puts a little sad man on the screen it's like do you want to be sad like this guy or do you want to know god (laughs) totally yeah i clicked yes at one point And it said, so do this prayer. And it gave me a prayer. I mean, it literally says, read this out loud. To begin your relationship with God, just repeat this prayer. Dear God, I admit that I have done things that are against your will for me and that I want to have a relationship with you. That's not a great sentence. Okay. Uh, (laughs) English aside. Okay. Please forgive me for my sins. I'm so... Dude, I was made to feel so guilty as a child over, like, the things I did. Kids do dumb shit. Kids are dumb. I was dumb. I did some dumb shit. But categorizing them as, like, sins that I need to pray to an almighty power that has control over where my eternal soul goes, that is fucking bullshit. And here it fucking is on this app. I'm not even going to – I'm not going to read the rest of this. It's so weird how uh, when you're a kid, all sin is the same, right? Don't do this. Don't do that. All sin is the same in the eyes of God. As you get a little bit older, they're like, eh, you can speed. Eh. <laughs> like, if your mom asks you if a dress makes her look fat, you should say it doesn't. Like, yeah. yeah. And then, like, when you're even older, they'll be like, I don't know, man. Just the, the squishiness, the squishiness mm-hmm. of the rules that they impose at different ages just clearly are like red flags of indoctrination and it's like i understand the feeling of wanting to build a solid foundation for children and like because i don't have kids but i imagine it's scary as fuck you you gotta teach these people everything they need to know to survive and be happy like you better figure it out dude you just got a fiance (laughs) (laughs) so like i understand wanting to, to to put that foundation in but like it cannot be overstated how important the relationship with the parents is as opposed to like this bullshit babysitter app. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you care that much about someone, like you should be involved in all aspects of that, including the religious part. And I think that sometimes because religion is as ingrained in our culture as it is specifically, like I think some people send their kids to church, send their kids to to christian camp or christian school or whatever and expect them to be like it's all right they'll teach them everything and it's like no dude there needs to be as much parental presence and input in all the biblical church whatever shit they're learning as there is with all the queer other stuff they're learning in the library that they're raising all these alarms about right if you want to be involved in your kid's life be fucking involved in your kid's life regardless of regardless of the information you're getting they're going to be so hard on queer comics for kids to help them understand the world that they live in but then like them be on autopilot on this bullshit where they think their soul can go to hell for fucking lying to their parents about how much ice cream they ate i don't know it's fucking dumb you may not be a parent joe but you taught children for a while like this idea that your kid is being left alone 
to learn something like you were that person, you were the person who was guiding children. And uh, so I take what you say with a lot of weight, man, you get it. You could see kids that had caring and open-minded parents who wanted their kids to experience a lot of things with guidance. And you saw parents who wanted to just draw a line in the sand and, and make their kids feel like garbage, you know, for, for the things that were natural. Just because it's easier. I don't know. I'm not a parent, so I can't put myself in those shoes. But from hanging out with these kids all day, every day for however many years I did that, I don't know, like they're looking for <laughs> they're looking for meaning and purpose, just like us fucking wacky adults are, you know, it's just they're having more fun with it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they've not been trained yet to feel like shitty about everything about themselves and feel like they fucked everything up all the time. And it's just like everything else we always talk about, like they're gonna they're so hypocritical in the way they're they only care about what their kids are reading in school if it's something they've never heard about. So you and I are here talking about kids and about how we don't have kids. And Leanne, if you're okay with it, you want to pop in here for a second? Okay. You got a kid? I do. Leanne, I'm really curious. When your kid was born, you were a Christian. Yes. Still very, like I was teaching. How do you feel about leaving a child alone with their thoughts or alone with an app or alone with a book that presents to them the idea that, that this is salvation, right? And without this, you're damned. Not good. <laughs> Not good. Because when he was, when he started to start to understand like around four or five, he had a lot of like existential fear. So wow. like when we would talk about hell like I stopped reading those parts of the Bible stories to him. Like I skipped the parts about Jesus dying. I skipped the parts about sin because he was terrified and I couldn't do that to him because I remembered how I felt as a kid and was like, this feels really, really wrong and I couldn't do it. And I talked to my parents about it because my parents, they care a lot about the state of our souls and where we're going to end up when we die and so I had to tell my mom especially, hey, we need to skip those parts for now because it's really affecting him and he's just too terrified. And I was that kid. Yeah. Like I used to sneak away out of service when things got too heavy because mm, right. it was it was freaking me out and I would go into the bathroom and mm -hmm. hyperventilate in the middle of church. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. And I couldn't watch it. Like I couldn't do that to him. It, it was too... Like, no, we, we just don't need to talk about that. And then since like moving out of the church and kind of away from it, I don't try to hide anything from him. And when things come up that needs that context to understand, I'll explain it to him. Like some people believe this, your grandparents believe this. And, you know, that's kind of up to you to figure out what you want to believe or not believe. And he's a teenager right now. Does he think it's cool that you're on a podcast? I don't know. Podcasts are so not cool. Like, call me when you have a Twitch stream. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? Yeah. Here, and I say that, and probably there's a 16-year-old listening to this. I think you're not allowed to. But if you are... Teach us to use Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> if you are, you're probably thinking like, oh my God, Twitch is so old and shitty. <laughs> Yeah, what's the new thing the kids are on? I don't know. I'm going to say TikTok, and they're going to be like, TikTok is so fucking lame. Yeah, they're on the new one called <laughs> Vibes with a Z. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I just made that up. Zuckerberg owes me. <laughs> well, if you decide to let your kids play with this app, 
I mean, I really honestly think the least offensive, least dangerous thing in the entire app is fetus flotsam. Let him play that. <laughs> I think I think that the appropriate age for this app is people our age that are ex-religious because without all that shit this app fucking is insane how yeah. in how dense it is and how much like shit is on there for how smoothly it runs fucking great <laughs> dude why don't okay here's what we need we got shalman we got jim or tim we have some cool characters we that do. we've like do some profiles we got morris williams we <laughs> we have enough to make our own app let's hire these oh kids <laughs> make our own <laughs> Uh, here's what I whenever anyone wants to click on me they've got to hold the circle for like for like three hours and when they do me covered in hair and you can swipe away the leaves all right I say we end it this is great don't give the app to your kids I wish every listener a divine HJ (laughs) yeah I mean if it's not literally from God's hand, close your eyes. Pretend it's pretend it's God's hand. Here's, yeah, sit here's on a, one hand. Yeah, damn it, damn it. That's what I was gonna do. That's the joke I was gonna make. Here's how. Here's how you do a divine HJ. <laughs> Fucking Joe got to it before me. Sit on one hand till it goes numb, and then pretend it's God. <laughs> then draw a face on it and stare at it while you do your thing with the other one. I love that we both went to the same place. <laughs> yeah. I'm so disappointed you got there first. <laughs> I've All heard right. that before. <laughs> That's what she said. God damn it. God damn it. Amazing. All right. This has been amazing. I love you both. Love you guys. You're... I Also, love guys. I love you all, listeners. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Listen, I love most of you. <laughs> Yeah, just imagine heart-shaped emojis shooting out of uh, the giant sparkly wang of God. It's happening. All right. Heretic Party is produced and edited by me, Christian Atwood. Joe is the former king of the Bible cards and will live in exile until he can wrest the power from yours truly and my cutie. And Leanne Collins is our content producer, researcher, and the only one with the guts to defend vanilla. Follow us on social media at Heretic Party on Instagram and Twitter, and reach out to us on our website, hereticparty.com. Remember, happy lost souls, your stories deserve to be heard. You deserve friends and community who listen to you and support you. If you're struggling, recoveringfromreligion.org is a great nonprofit resource for individuals who have questions about changing or leaving their faith. They have a support hotline you can call anytime. We'll see you on June 12th for our next episode. Remember, thoughts and prayers are fine for you, but they aren't action. Hug your family. Peace. You know what? One of my favorite things to draw is is worms. Really? What the fuck? Yeah, they're real easy. Do you have a secret cache of worm drawings in here somewhere? Because I've never I, seen a worm drawing of yours. How do you think I got my fiance to say yes? I just give her worm drawings. <laughs> Joe, when I edit this, I'm going to cut off the word drawings. <laughs>
It's all right. Dennis Rodman was also called the worm. <laughs> was he really? Yeah. What? Yeah. All right. <laughs> that's, well, Joe. that's the sports fact of the episode. <laughs> Heretic Party is a member of Brad Pantheon, a collective of podcasters, artists, musicians, and other creative types who do our best to connect you with rad stuff you'll enjoy. If you like what we do, check out radpantheon.com or look for at radpantheon on Instagram or Twitter.